you know, nothing says fundraising for charity like the words harder, daddy. Yeah, quite, indeed. Um, <laughs> outstanding. Hello and welcome to An Englishman and an Irishman, or what I like to call a close encounter with Ian. How are you this week, Mr. Ian? How are you getting on? I'm good. I am very good. I'm slightly disappointed, but that's fine. That shouldn't come as much of a surprise. Of course you are. Um, Wait, what? Sorry, for co- for context, uh, Ian's done in front of a mirror today. Yes. And uh, <laughs> was disappointed at how beautiful he is. Yeah, I thought I was at least 9% more beautiful than I actually am, which was very sad. So back to bed with me uh, to recharge. That, well, okay, always good for recharging. Everyone sleep. This has been a public service announcement from an Englishman and an Irishman. Yes. Uh, and by the way, I'm Sean the Irishman. Uh, in case this is your first episode, welcome. If it is not your first episode, I'm going to... Get off my little high horse here for a second. In case, you, um, in case you're my stuck with me, for Sean, I mean, you'd be forgiven for um, mistaking this spot-on Irish accent for... What, I sound like Thingy from Up the Long Ladder. Or generally, uh, you start well, at well, no, the bottom what, and work your way up, Mr. Riker. Well, what I was going to... I just, every, every word of this is hurting me. What I was going to say is that I, re, I know you've just finished a rewatch of Star Trek Voyager, so I reckon you did it out of order and you didn't finish your end game. You finished at Fairhaven. Yes, I did finish at Fairhaven. Well, Cathy... Is that is that so? Is that how it is? Young Harry Kim turned her into a cow. That's exactly that is a. Spot Would you like on. to hold my hand, Harry? <laughs> I am Irish, and even I can't say it the way she. No. Oh, it's like one God. accent exists in America for the Irish, and it's wrong. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, like I don't know where in Ireland Fairhaven is supposed to be set. I can tell you, it's not East Coast. No, I think it's like just north, like. North of Northern Ireland, as in in the sea, it's an island. All right, that's yeah, never Iceland. Been it's basically set in Iceland, yes, it except well it's be. an Irish village. Hurdy, hurdy, hurdy. What? For... I think that was Swedish. That was a Swedish. That was chef, that, that was Swedish. Yeah, chef. I was just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> me. No, that's right. Uh, well, I was thinking a beaker. What does beaker say? Me, 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 me. Yeah, which is code for get that away from me. It's it's got acid in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm made of cotton. Please stop pouring what? acid on me. Well, that's what you get from being called Beaker. <laughs> well, quite. Hey. Shall we go to the news? To the news. To the news. News team, assemble. We, do we, what do we want to do first? Do we want to do your thing or Marvel? Uh, definitely my thing. Definitely okay, my thing do first. Do your thing first. Um, although, so, spoiler. Well, yeah, I was uh, going to say spoiler. My thing is Marvel. But Sean's so, uh, thing is much more important. Uh, is it short? I can actually say with confidence. Yes, yes it is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this one is th- this one is not um, pop culture related. Um, so this episode will be releasing on the 11th of May. On the 8th of May. The Darkness Into Light took place, which is a fundraising walk for a charity called Pieta House. Uh, Pieta House is a wonderful charity. They were set up to help uh, people who need to talk, people who are in incredibly dire straits and who are suicidal. Uh, it is a wonderful, wonderful um walk it's it's very simple you basically you get up at 4 30 in the morning and you do a 5k walk and as you walk the sun rises 
and you walk out of the darkness into the light. Uh, it's been running since 2006, and this was my fifth year doing it. Um, wow, good effort. Thank you very much. Thank you. Because I always maintain, like, listen, it's one morning. It's one morning. Just set your alarm, get up, and, yeah, it's lovely. Um, the weather was horrendous. <laughs> it was absolutely awful. I've absolutely 100% caught the flu from it, but it is a small sacrifice. Um, this makes you sound but, sexier on the pod. Absolutely. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, but yeah, so so my news is I went for a walk. Uh, what's your news this week, Ian? <laughs> no, I love it. That's awesome. I think mental health charities in particular uh, are overlooked. I think they're getting more attention um, Good, as yeah. that kind of stuff gets more into the, the consciousness and it's more accepted in inverted commas to talk about it. Um, yeah, I think it's awesome. And I applaud you for your efforts, sir. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, all I require is constant adulation. Indeed. As long yeah. as I get that. Did you say um, adulation or flagellation? Because flagellation is uh-huh. very different. It is very different. But, you know, nothing says fundraising for charity like the words harder, daddy. Yeah, quite, indeed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> outstanding. I wish everyone could watch us recording this because it's just watching the whites <laughs> of his eyes just get slightly wider as Ooh, I say things. I'm, it's only because I'm not editing this week and I think your banhammer is... Let's say smaller than mine. Um, my my editing banhammer is quite large and um, very protective. Yours is more like a toothpick. I was like, nah, that'll no. pass. It would have to be like, <laughs> it would have to be. Oh, I see. Ian decided to go one hundred percent honest this week. We'll have to do some editing. <laughs> um, otherwise, it's generally slap on the titles, slap in the news intro. Maybe if I can remember, and then just and, release and, the episode as yeah, is, and slap the orphans around at the same time. I will leave that in the episode. You know, no, that, I know right? you will. It's yeah. fine. That's why I had a worse, more R-rated suggestion, but I knew orphans I can get away with. <laughs> oh. Am I leaving Woof. this in the episode? Ian, do you have any news? Let's I get you do. out of trouble here. We're a little bit late. Um, so an app, this is obviously way, way less significant and back to first world news. Um, but Marvel released a pretty awesome trailer a couple of weeks ago and we totally forgot about it. We haven't been on the ball with the news lately. Um, but it's worth talking about because there's a couple of times we've mentioned that what's going on in phase four? Because... 2020 was as it was and 2021 has been much of the same so understandably we've we've gone from literally 12 years of boom three marvel movies a year essentially to nothing and it makes you think huh when what's going on next like i'm glad that gap happened now between end war because i they would not have had the balls to leave a year gap between end war bloody hell i was i wasn't going to say you knew what i meant Infinity I knew, I knew what you meant. I knew. Yeah. Between yeah. Infinity Game and um, what's happening next. <laughs> now, actually, you, you're awful. You were there <laughs> giving out to us for talking about it. It only released six days ago. What, Infinity Game? Uh, Infinity Game, yes. The trailer for Phase 4 really? only released six days ago. After? Honestly, I yeah. thought this came It does up. feel like longer, doesn't it? My concept of time is non-existent. It's gone. Um Okay, so we wouldn't have covered it last week anyway. That's fantastic. Now you can feel slightly better about yourself. So, brand new news. This week, a new trailer dropped for Phase 4 of Marvel. Um, And you know what? Phase 4 has got... I I think I am more excited for this phase than I have been probably since 
I say phase one. It was hard to be excited for phase one because we didn't know what it was going to be. But Fair. every single movie, I was like, yep, I'm watching that. Mm. It, it's got, um, obviously, because for the three people in the world who didn't see Endgame, um, we won't go with any spoilers. But this phase is now My going to died. go. <laughs> no, he didn't. Tony Stark did. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, all right, to be fair, Steve Rogers died. Captain America didn't. Didn't. No one has officially taken the mantle of Iron Man yet. No, Steve Rogers didn't die. Uh, according to the world, they don't know that old man Steve Rogers is around. Only Falcon does. All right, yeah. No, give you that. They think he uh, died on the mission. Oh. Is that a reveal from Winter Soldier? I've only seen the first two episodes. No, 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 not at all. That's just content. Oh, okay, cool, just, cool. Yeah, that's everything you know from Endgame. Like, I have a thing about the tv shows but i don't know if we'll do that today maybe next week all right okay well right put a pin about the tv shows and give me a chance to catch up as well sorry <laughs> uh no no it's cool it's cool um uh, sorry what so my point about phase four was that it's got for what what marvel's not had for a long time is it's got variety and i yes. mean like new new totally titles agree. because i think the nearly the last two phases have all been sequels i i know we got Oh no, maybe phase no phase two had a few like it had Ant Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Phase but... three was heavily sequels, and to be fair, it's the other, I mean you introduced Captain Marvel, but that was purely so oh, the... they had a way to wrap up Endgame. It did but seem the... that way, didn't it? It really did. I was like, well, there's only one reason you're here, isn't it? Um, and there's only one reason you weren't in much of Infinity War because you would have ended it. Um, but. To be fair, Phase 3 probably isn't the time to introduce a ton of new people because you have your end game. You have the, yeah. the culmination yeah. of 10 years of movies. Um, but this, I think Marvel are really, really smart with this lineup because it's not rehashes, it's not reboots, it's not re-sequels. It is a ton of fresh stuff. Um, so in order of the trailer, we have got a beautiful introduction from Stanley who does a really, really, yeah. really cool message about Stanley? About Stanley, which wouldn't surprise me. A really cool message about family um, and basically Marvel today and where we're up to. It was nice um, of him to come back and do that. Example one A of what Ian would have edited out of the episode that I think Sean will leave in. Hundred <laughs> percent. Next, um, so and then bam. Black Widow, Shang Chi, um, the Eternals, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, Thor. Black Panther, right? Okay, so I know we said this was fresh material. I've just listed Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, got... Thor, and Black oh, Panther. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because of Shang Chi and the Eternals, and also that amazing reveal at the very end of the trailer, which was yes. nothing more than a logo. But we were Enough. all waiting for us. It was barely a logo because it was just a four. And also, as soon as it was just like, oh, that makes sense. Phase four. Yeah. Yeah, because you could pass it on. Even if they push Fantastic Four into Phase 5, they could be like, yeah, no, the Blue Four was just Phase 4, dickheads. <laughs> um, so yeah, Black Panther, the Marvels, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Guardians of the Galaxy, and the Fantastic Four. Um, that's a strong lineup. That's I think so, yeah. Packed. packed and it's all four. by... It's nearly by the all of ne- by the end of next year, isn't it? Yeah, to, the, the latest one is 2023, which is Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Okay. Um, that's 2023. Everything else is this year or next year, which is pretty damn cool. Um, 
yeah, the a Eternals lot of them is... have to be in at least varying stages of post-production. Like, obviously, yeah, the, we know, know they've the been Eternals sitting on... Shang-Chi. Yeah, because yeah, they've been sitting on, obviously, Black Widow for two years now. About four and a half years, apparently, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I... I'm looking forward to seeing it because I have so and I sounds I sound like such a dickhead. I'm so not looking forward to it, just because I'm sure it'll be good because it's a Marvel film and I I've liked every Marvel film so far at varying levels. It just feels like the wrong time, and they're releasing it as a premium thing on um, Disney Plus as well. Oh, okay, so yeah. I don't think they have a lot of faith in it. So one thing I will say about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, that introduces some characters that were supposed to have been introduced in Black Widow. Okay, I need to so catch up and watch that. All right. It's Grant. totally stolen stolen its thunder um, a little bit. So it's a throwaway film. I can't see it getting a sequel. Um, it's a weird, weird choice. It's almost like we feel bad that we didn't do this. So this is as good as you're going to get. <sighs> we'll see. We I, Hopefully, we'll see. hopefully we're both really wrong. Hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed. I'll, I'm still going to watch it. Absolutely. What would yeah. you say is top of your list? What are you looking forward to the most? Uh, well, because of the trailer, I'm really looking forward to Shang Chi. I think that looks really, really Ditto. good. Hundred percent. Yeah. I am very excited for the Eternals, and I know nothing about it. I just think 100%. the cast alone. Mm-hmm. Um, this it, it feels like it will surprise everybody, like Guardians of the Galaxy did. But I don't really like Guardians of the Galaxy, so I it think wouldn't be my favorite. This is going to be more up. Property, this is going to be yeah. more up my alley. But similarly, I know nothing about them at all. Um, I am looking forward to Doctor Strange, for sure. Oh, Spider-Man, sure. Always. Actually, quite a few. Uh, eh, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I didn't love Far From Home, but no. I, I love the way that they are completely prick-teasing us with who's going to be in Spider-Man 3. Oh, Toby's not in it. Oh, he is. is. Oh, Andrew Garfield isn't in it. But he is. Yeah. Oh, well, and like, and and yes, the gag order has been taken out on Alfred Molina. It's like, you're not allowed to do interviews anymore. You're the new Tom Holland. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, you know, I think Tom Holland is fantastic, popping up in the the Marvel verse. But I don't need any more Spider Man films. I'm done. <laughs> there's a there's a several billion dollar deal between Disney and Sony that's just like, are you serious right now? Are you now? for fucking real? Do you uh, know how difficult it, negotiating this was more expensive than the actual films itself? Yeah, you dicks. Uh, um, Do- Doctor Black Strange Panther? in the multiverse for sure. Yeah, ditto. Um, I'm amazed that hasn't had a sequel sooner. Um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I think that's going to be great. Did they confirm Shuri's going to be the new Black Panther? I hope so. It's not confirmed, but I think that's got to be a given, hasn't it? There's no reason. Hope so. No reason why not. Um, Couldn't give less of a shit about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. I I, I enjoyed Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp for the kind of the breath of fresh air that they were. Mm. They kind of came at weird points. In the yes, in the hundred percent, like particularly yeah. obviously that it came after Infinity War. I'm um, on the Wasp. It's like, wow, no really? one cares. Yeah, like, please go and address the fact. Will have, uh, yeah, we know this will have no impact on anything at yeah. all. Um, Fantastic Four, obviously, because I'm so curious. Like, yeah, like full disclosure. Um, I have two fucking podcasts on films. I've only ever seen Rise of the Silver Surfer. I didn't see Fun Forstick and I didn't see the original one. <laughs> the, um, I, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't like the original two. I actually do like Josh Trank's version. Okay. I, I don't think it's a good story, 
but the actors in it are so watchable. I just, yeah, I like it. I but wonder. Do you like it? That's such a weird thing to say. Because it I know is. It's a, yeah. It is an objectively a bad film, but I like it. I wonder if they'll get the four and Doom back for it as an apology. <laughs> no. We're we're really sorry. Let's try this again, shall we? Yeah, shall we? It was like Fantastic Four: The Junior Years. They were all, they were all just a bit too young. Like Mister Fantastic is at school. That's. That's weird. It kind of steps on Johnny Storm a bit because I think Johnny Storm's older than all of them. Because is it? I, I mean, it's actually. It, it's. Uh, I'm not massively familiar with Fantastic Four. I've read a few a few comics with them. I know who Sue Storm is. I know who yeah. uh, Reed is. Um, but even as you can see, I was trying to uh, read. I think yeah, Reed Richards. Yeah, thank you. Um, but isn't it? Isn't Johnny Storm supposed to be the younger brother? Are they twins? Maybe. No, he's the younger brother of Sue Storm. Yeah, okay. younger brother. And then, of course, there's the thing. Who, just a boring story. The, the problem is, he is the Hulk story, but less interesting and less powerful. It's the same story. Um, but yeah, no, I think after we've just shat on it, I think Marvel uh, Baseball looks pretty good. We have a nasty habit of doing that. Yeah, I, 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 I think so. I think so. The Marvels, uh, I enjoyed Captain Marvel as a film. I thought I, uh, sorry, just to everyone out there who was like, oh my God, Captain Marvel, oh, Mary Sue. Would you ever fuck off, will you? I know. You know. I, it's great. I loved it. I, I, I it thought it was film. really good fun. I like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Um... I I really enjoy the final face of between herself and Jude Law. I think that was done really, really well. Yeah, um, no, I agree. So, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Yeah, cool. So, um, news. Marvel are making films. <clears throat> yes. Surprise. Yeah. Um, do you have something to recommend? Um, do I have something to recommend? To I... the recommend. To the recommend. <laughs> Do you have something to recommend? <laughs> I think I, I did. It's gone right out of my head. Okay, you talk about your thing because I did have something and it went right out of my head. So I watched Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Um, my first issue with it is that it has to start with Tom Clancy. Like, without yeah, remorse, what is that? I'm not, I'm not anymore. Well, because Tom Clancy. No, I get, no, I get that. Sorry, but why do all yeah. of his stuff start with? Because brand recognition. Mm. But I don't a need good it. agent. I, I, I'm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not watching this anymore because it's a Tom Clancy thing. I'm actually watching it because of um, um, Michael B. Jordan, um, who I think is. It is oh, Michael I have B. seen the trailer for this. Yeah, it's it looks. Sorry, I've watched it. It is good. I like it. I'm solidly. I will watch this again. It subverts some stereotypes of your. Um, it's essentially a Jason Bourne revenge film. Um, but it subverts some things, so it definitely takes things in a different track. Um, it doesn't pull any punches with tragedy and with fucking with its main character and putting him through some shit. Um, it, you know what? It's a cross between Taken and Jason Bourne, but with more brutality. And I think the fighting and the choreography is some of the best that I've seen it gave me Daredevil in the hallway vibes oh. in season one. Like there is one scene in a prison cell, which is just 
jaw-dropping. Um, so I would watch it for the choreography. And you know what? The story's solid. Like, it surprised me. It didn't go exactly where I thought it was going to go. Roughly. I'd say it ended up where I thought it was going to end up, but it took some turns. It took a detour that I wouldn't have taken. Okay. Um, but I enjoyed it, and I would definitely recommend watching it. Michael B. Jordan is just a good actor. I, re- I, I really like him in everything <laughs> I've seen him in. watch. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I remembered what I was going to recommend. Um, so season three of Pose <laughs> has just started on... I love it when we recommend a specific season or something. Uh, well, not just, well, just in Pose in general, but season three has just started. So um, I have no idea what this is. Oh, Pose is brilliant. Okay, so it is a show set in the ballroom culture of New York City in the 80s. So ballroom... <laughs> so you've... If there is... Sorry, if there is a niche... It will be made into a film or TV show. How well, specific is that? Who pitched it? Uh, Ryan Murphy. Um, and so, do you know what the ballroom culture of New York City in the eighties is? Is it dancing? It is dancing. It is not, yes. however, waltzing. No. Yeah, it's the stuff they do on RuPaul's Drag Race. Got you. Yeah, so I didn't that's, know that. So that's the kind so, of ballroom. So it's uh, it's niche. <laughs> My point stands. Well, I have to. Well, to be honest with you, thanks to RuPaul in general uh, and that show, it's no longer niche. It probably wouldn't have been greenlit ten years ago, whereas now yeah. fans are ravenous for it. Um, it's the third and final season. Um, it is very much like as in its entire premise is the AIDS crisis and how it hit yes. particularly this community in. You know, 80, I think season three, we've gone into 1994. So we're still a couple of years away from the miracle drug. And it's really good. It's one of those things where it is entirely melodrama. Right. And it it, it does go for that. And it knows it's that as well. Yeah. But uh, the third episode is out this weekend. But yeah, the first two I was like, yeah, I get it. But it's only a short season. So I do have. So to slightly critique this season so far, it's the mm-hmm. plot has been loaded arrow and fired from a bow like it's really really going through things quickly um yeah it kind of season eight of game of thrones very so. much very 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 much so yeah very very much yeah. so So it's still i, I definitely say i love game i'm on a game of thrones rewatch i do love uh i have news i have retroactively okay sorry guys i'm ruining the entire thing is it the it targaryen, targaryen stuff? pictures have been released with matt smith in full <laughs> costume as damon targaryen he uh, looks like a targaryen, i have just read the book that it's based on fire and blood um it's it's a kind of a dynasty history oh yeah anyway recommend watch polls um it's and also billy porter throw awards at him just <laughs> throw awards Good. at that man he's an incredible actor um <laughs> Yeah, sorry for the news. Yeah, um, Damon Targaryen, very, very good. So it's set 300 years before Game of Thrones. If you get a chance, read the book. It's a chonky book. It'll read you. It'll read you. It'll read you for filth. You'll read it. You'll be like, this is really good. And then you'll be really annoyed at why he hasn't released Winds of Winter yet. It's because he's writing things like this. What, honestly, what is he doing? Well, he's making about 17 television shows. Because... Yeah, uh, that's fair. I mean, I haven't read any of the books, and I don't intend to. But I would just be frustrated as fuck as a plan, as a plan, as a fan of the series, and just like, ah, give it to me. Thought, uh, yeah. You did a bit. Smeagol, though, you did a bit. Give us that precious. Give us the book. Um, stupid fat hobbies. Uh, so yeah, so there was some news we missed. Oh, who else was in it? Oh, Reese Fans. Um. Oh, he's and good. Olivia like Cook, who I like. He's as well. um, Bolton, Lord Bolton. No, Reese Evans hasn't been in. Re- uh, oh, sorry. Um, as in his, so he hasn't. He wasn't in 
Game of Thrones, you're thinking of, I know who you're thinking of. No, Risa fans is much older than the guy you're thinking of. You're thinking of Ewan Rowan. Oh, I think I think I pronounced that right. I am. Um, yeah. No, Risa well, fans, uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly that. Hallows, Luna Lovegood's dad, um, and then lots of other stuff. No, Do you see Notting Hill? He's the flatmate. Yeah, that's what it will be. Yeah. Got it. He's fun. Yeah. Right. Man, I could have just... Hmm. Oh, well, sorry. Um, yes, totally agree with anything Damn you just straight. said. Independence, Independence Day! I was... A few years ago... Got thank it. you. A few years ago, I was in... Uh, the National Council on Ireland, they used to do this kind of series where... With that voice? I'm shocked. I've performed solo Wait. twice in the National Concert Hall, you son of a bitch. Sing, I right play the now. piano. I've performed solo piano twice. Oh, well... Fine, then you can't object that I objected at your voice when you didn't... I'm say just going to it in your face. And have you, you performed perform? concerts twice? I've, I've performed... My mother has once well, in the Royal Albert Hall. Very, very Thank cool. you very much. She sung a song when she was at school, and I can't remember what the song is, and she'll kill me for not knowing. Well, well, but, um, well, Ian's mum, who I can't wait to meet mom. someday. We will talk about our concert experience, and you know, Indeed. your son can go do the dishes or something. Um, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you strike me as a good chef. Um, anyway, you ruined my point. My point was that <laughs> there was I'm a so really sorry. cool movie music series that the the National Concert Hall was doing and I didn't realise I was doing that we were sitting there Act 2 or something started and it's the RT Concert Orchestra and I, you see I as a rule I don't get programmes one I'm cheap but two I like to be surprised because <laughs> yeah, a lot of the time I know this music we just buy it and don't read it Keep what it is the point of that here would you like to light a fiver on fire memento Right, I'm sorry, but who buys a programme to actually know what's coming next? You buy it as a memento. No one actually buys it and says, oh, that's what's coming up next. Fantastic. I'm so glad that I understand what's coming next in this show that I haven't seen before and therefore have no context. Yeah, the thing you know, that on that topic, next. I have a good bridge to sell you. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, the big massive the theme from Independence Day just kicked off the second act and it's so incredible live in a concert hall because it's... David Arnold knocks it out of the park for this film. Uh, I'm trying to be really nice about it because Ian, the first half of this film is not as good as we remember it. I am so... I'm on the same page. I am so... I mean, that's cheating a little bit because we have <laughs> talked and we have texted each other, but I went on a rampage on Twitter and I was like, I love this movie, pumped! And do you know why? Because Armageddon surprised yeah. me. And Armageddon was better than I remembered and I remember liking Independence Day yep. more... So I was like, well, in that case, this is going to be fantastic. But the first half of this film is paced so it's, it's, poorly. It's, it is. It's badly. It's badly paced. Like, because when you think the first half of this film, everyone automatically goes straight to Empire State Building. That's like, and it's. I sure do absolutely. like the landmarks. Also, also, I have an issue with that. We'll, we'll definitely get to that because there is. What, with the White House? No, or? like, it literally shows you ships over London. Yeah, no, it's so dumb. Like, I mean, like maybe your logic, maybe the logic is that they know the seats of power. Oh no, I, and I there is no. A I mean that, like, if London's been destroyed, says, what do they just go and rebuild Tower Bridge and everything really quickly? Like, like, do you know what I mean? There's a lot of a. 
did you smash the landmarks again? You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, although, <laughs> at, at the end, did you notice that? Because I, I noticed this. So, sorry, for right to the very end of the film. You know, they're doing the really cool kind of almost a montage of the downed ships. I was like, so what was the point of having a ship over Cairo and not firing? Because the, the pyramids are fine. Um, the Sydney Opera House was looking I mean, grand. Why hit the pyramids? Oh, because these are yeah. all just pure landmarks. Exactly, yeah. Pure landmarks. Yeah. Yeah. I get the, yeah. And it's, it's, well, luckily this wasn't hovering over like some body of water that doesn't matter. Like they really went for the, the yeah, the big, yeah, the money shots. And That's it's part of the it. fun. Okay, so sorry, we were tearing this film to pieces. Um, um, d- synopsis. synopsis. Okay, so um, SETI, Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, picks up a signal that's coming from the moon. No, it's not actually the moon. It's something that's just appeared on radar. How did you not spot this? With all due respect, it's a big-ass sky. Um, <laughs> Wrong movie, but yes. And, it, of course, it is the mothership, <laughs> and there's that... Uh, fantastic thing. then you kind of get shots of the circular bits breaking off the mothership uh, all that takes about 20 minutes yeah. but there you go in a nutshell um, you get introduced to mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum's David Levinson who cycles everywhere he likes to recycle and you get Will Smith's Captain Steve Hiller who is with his partner and her son and they're in LA David's mm-hmm. in New York and then you get of course the president Bill Pullman still probably one of the best presidents in film um i, love I have to bill say Pullman. he's like he is he's great in this he really is um and have you, have you watched sinner yes i have well i've seen the first season uh it's the only one you need to watch i thought i saw the trailers so i was like eh, i'm not bothered it's fine it, uh, it's worth watching him in the next season gotcha. but the story is shite um season one is Phenomenal. He's brilliant. It's so <laughs> twisty and turny, and I'm just like, what's going on? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then there's a whole load of faces in this film because it was mid 90s, and a few people were oh, in yeah. it kind of before they got big, or maybe just as they were getting big. Like, I was watching uh-huh. it with a uh, shout out to Hello, Ailish. I was watching it with my friend Ailish, and she was going, Hi, Wait, Ailish. this person, and this person, and this person, and this person. And uh, yeah, it was just like, Yeah. Yeah, like, this is all good. Because uh, I just have to acknowledge the fact that Mary McDonnell is a wonderful, amazing person, and she's the first lady, and she will always be my President Rosalind. Oh, she's President Rosalind, yeah. She is She is the president. She's fantastic. Yeah. She's coming off an Oscar nomination for Dances with Wolves as well. She was ah, She was a nice. snag for this, like, as in a good, like, as in a good snag, as opposed to a snag list. Um, yeah. She was a fantastic <laughs> actress, and I'm glad they don't got her. Anybody was, I don't think anybody was going to make that now they are. Yeah. <laughs> Now they will, yeah. yeah. We had a Harvey Firestein as David's assistant. Um, I love yeah. his voice. I mean, I, 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 no, I can't. Um, he's just the same. He's mad at Mrs. Doubtfire. It's like, the same person. Please look after this one. She's very old. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So husky. I've got to call my lawyer. I've got to oh, call my mom. Funny. Uh, forget about my lawyer. Uh, Harry Connick Jr. as Jimmy, yeah. um, the other pilot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, needless death of the century. Needless to completely. Enough. It was like, you can't bank at that I've speech. I've just watched Top Gun. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, who who else? Come on. Who else are... Um, yeah, your man. Um, oh, yeah, your man. Um, yeah. yeah, your man. Um, well, as you were thinking, Robert Loggia as the uh, Secretary of... De- no, he's not Secretary of Defence. That's... Oh, sorry, I can't remember his actor now. But not the sniveling guy. He's the four-star general, anyway, Robert Loggia. And he has yeah. that voice that, as soon as he starts speaking, oh, it's him. Um, 
Judd Hirsch uh, as Jane from Firefly. Um, yeah, out of Baldwin. Yeah, thank you. Yes, um, Randy Quaid. Um, yeah, before some of the problems which befell that man in his life. Indeed, uh, the lady from um, Liar Liar. No, sorry, the wife from Mrs. Doubtfire. No, that's that's Sally Field. Who's the president? No, who's Jeff Goldblum's wife? Connie. I was trying to think. I can't remember what I've seen her in before because um, she's not... No, because the one in Liar Liar is Maura Tierney um, because she was in ER, so that's how I know that. Um, Of course it is. The one... uh, I actually... I can't remember. I have seen her in something else. But I can't remember yeah, what. No, I'm sure I can't unsee her face. I'm sure that is Okay. So I could be way off base. Let's, while you um, are continuing you, to you, check you there. Yeah. Um what else? I'm trying to get the various sorry. Like the 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 El Toro base general is someone. Do you know what I mean? You know, th- things like that. Yeah, he's been in yeah. films. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Brent Spiner. Uh Brent Spiner, how do yeah. we forget that? In a bit part, to be honest. He's not he's in it not. for long, but He's brilliant. There's also, Joe, it's funny, there's a, an actor who was in, he's in the lab with him, right? Um, Leland Orzer. And this man has just, you name it, he was in it. Like, whoever this man's yeah, agent yeah. is, he's never got him a starring role, but he's never <laughs> been out of work since the early 90s. Yeah. He's given him Absolutely. constant work. He was in, you might remember, you might remember him from uh, season four of Star Trek Voyager. He was the hologram that hates all organic life. Um... Oh, sorry, you're right, and he's in Taken. Oh, is he in Taken? Um, is he? He's yeah, he's one of Liam Neeson's best mates in cool. Taken. You, you're absolutely right. Everything. He is in yeah. everything. Yeah, but never. Yeah, he was in the Bone Collector with Angelina Jolie and Denzel Washington. Yeah, so it's like he- yeah. There is another Voyager link as well. Um, your man in season one, who's the um, Kazon traitor. Yes, you're right. The- yeah, Michael Jonas. Yeah. Yes, that's it, uh, Michael Jonas. Yeah, he's one of the army guys yeah, at the base. I, and I was like, "Ha, huh, he's in this um, as well." And actually, I know, and and as well, Star Trek. God love, God love the poor man. I can't remember his name. Um, Randy Quaid's uh, not son, like son through marriage, is Frank from Donnie Darko. Oh, that's amazing! So yeah, he <laughs> is the bunny rabbit. That's so good. Um, I am absolutely distraught that Margaret Collin, who is Goldblum's wife yeah. in this is not who I thought. Do you she think was. she was Elizabeth Perkins? Whoever would be the mother from Miracle on Thirty Fourth um, Street. Yeah, I think so. Whoever the wife of Doubtfire that's Sally Fields. They are very good. Sally Fields. Yeah, no, no, Sally Fields. If you put a picture of her next to Sally Fields, nothing alike. Hang on. You, you, have a look at Sally Field there, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's not her at all." No, they're identical. You're talking shit. I will put up two. Thank alike. God, I control the Twitter. I will put up two pictures of do, these people. Please do. The do do yeah. And look, yeah. if if Twitter rules Who's against me? me, then okay, no problem. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but sure. Uh, um, <laughs> what? Uh, again. Or is it just yeah, sure? It's just yeah. I'll sure, just ignore it. it. Yeah, I'll just completely <laughs> ignore it. Yeah, sure. Um. The president's daughter, uh, yeah. she has gone on to become an actress. Like, as in, she has had a career since. Um, yeah. But she was not invited back for Independence Day resurgence. That lucky, I mean, that would lucky have been, person. Yeah, that would have been textbook, though, wouldn't it? Bring the daughter back to be president. Oh, the character I'm was shocked. brought back. But the oh, actress wasn't. Yeah. Oh, right, Dodged cool. a bullet there. Yeah. Well, I haven't uh, seen resurgence. Don't. I am going to. I mean, do, but please. Like, it's not even so bad it's good. Well, having not watched it, I think I can guess what the plot is going to be. 
Uh, depends. Do you have a pen? And no, you won't need paper. At uh, the back of a stamp. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got it. Uh, it's... Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, back to the film. Back to the film. So, yeah, so then that's kind of... I'm sure I'm, I will they remember attack. them as we go. Yeah. They so, they, yeah, they park over at Main down. Cities. Uh, yeah, yeah, David spots... So, this is how... I actually like how they bring the characters together. Right, so I... David spots the signal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, presents the president, that's fine. Um, yeah. So, El Toro Base, which is where Will Smith and Harry Connick Jr. fly out of, yeah. is basically wiped <clears throat> out by... The, yeah. by the alien horde and so he ends up crash landed in Nevada I think the salt flats are in Nevada it um, looks like it yeah which is very near a certain a certain place that got this <laughs> film in a bit of trouble wink wink wink, nudge, wink. Nudge. Uh, because remember this is back in the 90s before anything was declassified ladies and gentlemen yes uh, and people and get visiting everyone else sorry it's not just ladies and gentlemen um, and so that so that's why he ends up there. President ends up in Area Fifty One because, of course, the president ends up in Area Fifty One. Uh, and oh, sure, right there, it is one of my favourite parts of the film when he's just like, "Look, there are no aliens. <laughs> there was no ship." And then the perfect pause as as the general just kind of goes, yeah, "That's what? not strictly true." And Bill Pullman turns around. And he's just like, "What?" <laughs> oh, actually, How do I not know this? Can we give Father of the Year? to is it Emil Hirsch or jo- no I think it's Judd Hirsch uh, who's David Levinson's father in this can he just get father of the year hey don't you talk to him like that you'd all be oh, dead now if it, it wasn't for my David yeah uh, I absolutely love it I love him so much <laughs> just everything he says is you're going to move I'm decomposing over here yeah. <laughs> oh. hey is that eating healthy <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I was just like oh you know my, my stomach has always been fine we could go up we could go down we could go back <laughs> we, go we could go forward side, side to side was it something I said stop it <laughs> or it turns around to her oh, there's still love there I think it's like I love this. this is probably sorry horrifically stereotypical New York elder Jewish man I just yes, really it, but like he him is that is his character yeah um, I really like so here's our criticism I love when the alien ships come out of the clouds is a little bit of dragging to get there. Oh, the first hour. The, the, every, like, so my biggest problem with this film um, is the character development. There's too much of it. Usually... Oh my God, you're say, right. Usually you have to say, um, oh, I don't really care for these people. I don't really buy into it. But there's too much. Every single person has like a complicated, in-depth backstory that relates to nothing. All it is is this person has something to get back home to. Cool. I think I'm trying to think. Like for example, I love the inclu- this is, I'm about to commit sacrilege. I love the inclusion of Mary McDonnell. There wasn't like a massive need for the first lady to have her helicopter go down and... There's no need for the first lady. There's no need for the political intrigue portion of the film, West Wing style. There was a uh, little bit of that at the start. Again, not really needed. No, nobody likes this president. He's too young. He doesn't make big decisions. Like, the if you want to establish the fact somewhere. that he's young and was a fighter pilot, sure, because like, obviously they set that up for later yeah, in the film. Fine. And again, I just want to say, I love it. It is cheesy as 
all hell that the American president is getting into Same a fighter today. plane. I'm going to fight on the front lines. Yeah. Yeah. Fist pump, fist pump. Oh, yeah. America, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. America. Fuck yeah. But, um, and also, that, so the general that says, you know what, president? Yes. Go up there. Gives him way too easy. He's fired. There is no way. Oh, yeah. Like, what happens? Like, like, what is plan B if the president's plane gets down? 100%. Starfleet Regulation 101. Oh, exactly. You do not let the captain go to, go on the away mission. Technically, I know they just sacked him, but yeah, that old Secretary of Defence is probably the next most qualified man to be president if the president gets voted. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's absolutely... You know what? Go up there. I want your chair. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... I want that executive massage. Um... <sighs> I suppose let's yes, let's let's jump let's jump to the bit everyone cares like it's the countdown is just about to go because one thing uh, so welcome wagon goes up to the air. helicopter goes up into the air with the lights that's kind of where the action kicks off correct on that what message was it sending the, what I got from that is that was that whole scene a tribute to close encounters possibly um and that, which I never hoping... got for years I never got that yeah um, I'm hoping um. I'm hoping they were sending prime numbers because that's the only thing that they should be sending. Mm. And they know that they work by radio waves. So why not send the prime numbers via radio wave in the form of beeps? Because it's not to say hello. It's to say we are intelligent. Can we communicate? Yeah. And maths is the best way to communicate because that's that's universal. Um, but that doesn't go well. It does not go well. And it's... Yeah, it, this is where this is where the real sense of menace starts to kick in, um, which I think is really good. Uh, also, just I, I have a question. I, I asked it out of ignorance. How do you take to drive from New York to Washington DC? Actually, do you know what? It's not as far as you think. Three hours, That's maybe. Not too bad, I guess. Three and a half hours, four hours. Yeah. It's yeah, not, because they're, actually they're actually pretty close. David to says in New York we have about seven hours. So it's actually all right. That that makes it okay. Yeah. That's fine. I just I had this idea that it was Even much five, further in my it's head. All right. Okay, yeah. so he says, "Yeah." By the way, this is counting down, and he manages. I do like that they don't waste too much time on the fact that the president and David know each other. They like they don't waste too much time. It says like I I get it. But it's stuff like that that's unnecessary. I don't need how would them. how would have David got into the White House without that? He, no wife. His wife but, is, no, but that's what I mean. But how does she? I, I'm okay. I'm okay with that as a backstory. I have to say, uh, I think that was handled quickly enough. They could have lost maybe a couple of scenes, but I think. Oh, so you mean yeah. specifically? Why would the president? Specifically, why would the president walk into a room with cable repairman? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But he's not a cable repairman, is he? Oh, he's like, not. That's just but you know what, what I mean. Dad yeah. says, "Hey, yeah. they want you to fix some cable. What's going on here? Uh, <laughs> you learned that at cable repair school. What's going on?" Uh, you, 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 you spent you spent eight years in MIT. You're a cable repairman. <laughs> um, but I get on. Particularly, I love how Connie delivers the line. You know, they're all kind of talking over each other. David, just tell him. Yeah. She just cuts through the macho bullshit that's going on exactly. in the room. Saying what the entire audience is screaming at the film. Just fucking get on with it. You have thirty I, minutes. It's so good. It's I have yeah. to. It was so good. And then. There's no dicking about from that moment on. President walks back into the wardrobe. Now, he does say, get those men out of there. It's just, it's too late, obviously, yeah. for the helicopters because they are shot down immediately after this. Um, so I think we've we've kind of, I'm sure most people have seen the film, but um, Goldblum is... Oh, spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers. yeah. David has <laughs> figured out that there's a signal coming from yeah. the ship 
and it's actually coming from all of the ships and there's no reason for it other than it's getting it's on a loop and it's getting smaller and because they can't communicate directly with each other via line of sight they all basically have a countdown and we all know that countdowns tend to not be good things it's not a countdown to hello it's probably a countdown to huh we have spaceships over every seat of power in the world perhaps they're gonna get zapped mm-hmm. um yeah and the countdown is at about 30 minutes so it's like we even if it is a hello let's not be here for for whatever the countdown is going to be um yeah. so it's all of accurate the problem is it takes about an hour 40 minutes to an hour to get to this point um and it's that's... not well it's not subtly i don't think it's all. as much of an hour but it it, do, it, feel, it, it honestly, feels it like honestly it, yeah. it does feel like it it does and i love this film i i would i, yeah, I would no, be I open yeah. i love this film but even i kind of caught myself going Oh, would you kind of get to it a little bit? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of... I love Will Smith. There's a lot of Will Smith. There's a lot of Will Smith. But there's also... There's not enough of Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum. So for them to have a buddy-buddy thing at the end and camaraderie, I need them to get together sooner. And they don't get together for about 90 minutes. Oh, it's... it It's... Yeah, it's nearly it's, the... If not oh, later. I think it's it's, it's actually. I tell 51. you what, because I I I I stopped this last night with forty minutes to go, and I don't think they had really spoken. No, exactly. At that point, it is um, fist bumps, and in fact, I think the first two lines they say to each other is, um, "Do you really think you can fly that thing?" And Will Smith is like, "Do you really think you can do any of the bullshit you just said?" I was like, "That's it. Play. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. That is what I'm here for." And if I um, honestly, if the movie had been less about. Goldblum's divorce and Will Smith, is he going to marry her? Is he going to break up with her bullshit? Yeah. That's Less like, of that I, and more of them two being forced together and having a relationship. It's fine. Great. He's got a wife that needs to come back to. The point, I, I want these characters to survive. I don't care about the life that they're going home to. I personally want them to survive. That's kind of it. Like, I, I like Connie and I like Jasmine. They both have their own storylines. So... Like you could, you'd lose the whole. He'll never get into NASA if he marries a stripper storyline. Like, what was the point of that? No, like, you could explain exactly. that way with, "I wish I went. I wish I was in NASA. Oh, now I get to fly something. There's okay, no great. Story. There you go. That's that storyline yeah. done. Hundred percent. Yeah. There's no. Uh, yeah. There's no need for that. Um, and it's just, it's. Oh, you need her. You need his wife in that White House, or else he never gets listened to. But why can't yeah. they just still be married? Like. I, it's such a 90s thing to do, isn't it? To break people up and give that conflict yeah. and they all get back together. It's like, we need that. Saving the world wasn't enough. We also need a marriage to be saved at the same time. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. So it it does. It's so like, and it, it's weird me saying this. I like all four of those characters. Just those storylines dragged. Yep. 100%. Um, yeah. I love Jasmine, for example, where she's driving the truck and she's picking up survivors. I love that. I think that's great. Um, you know what? Obviously, then in sorry, in my head that scene went on for half an hour. Like, I remember the um, I remember the exotic dancer that's on the top of the building, and in my head she is running through the streets. She rescues a child. She gets in a car, ends up on the roof, is doing something epic, and then gets zapped. But it is literally in the strip club on the roof. Zap! I was like, yeah. wait, it's did so they cut pretty. something? And what was it Ayler said to me last night? She said, oh, it's the 90s, so she's in it. Because that actress has been in yes, so 100%. many different things. Yeah. 
um, oh, which is gas. Like, the, uh, oh, do you know, actually, so I saw this in the cinema, right? Uh, my dad probably still remembers the trauma that I felt walking out of there. But, uh, what was 1996? Eight-year-old Sean could not tell the difference between the, is it the MetLife building in L.A.? That skyscraper that they're on, the one that gets yeah, zapped yeah, yeah, in yeah. L.A. I think so. And the Empire State Building. <clears throat> oh, 100%. I couldn't yeah. tell the difference. Doesn't a bit of the Chrysler Building hit the deck? Or is that That's Godzilla. in Armageddon? Or is that in Godzilla? And Armageddon. Actually, it's Godzilla and Armageddon. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah it's the Chrysler Building. Um, yeah. <laughs> For once, the Chrysler Building. Well, it doesn't survive, but you don't get a close-up <laughs> exactly. of the Chrysler Building. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I agree. But you're so Sean was really distraught by that. Uh, I w- no, I was just like I, I got really confused as to because then I was like, "What? What? Why is Jasmine in New York? Will Smith won't be able to find her." <laughs> exactly. However, um, I was the most epic, epic dog to ever epic its way into a film. That fucking boomer. Why oh, is the dog in the I, car it, still? Why isn't he followed? Why have they only just noticed that the dog is still in the car? There is that. So there's also like so. That I love that it's it's epic. It's a wonderful scene. It's great. Oh, they all died. If nothing else, the air in that room superheated in a second. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, it burnt their lungs. Yeah. They did not come out of that yeah. alive. Fire. And also, care. you saw the rubble they're walking out of the next day as well. Like, yeah. did not a scratch on them. No, they did well. Again, that scene lasted way longer in my head. Like, it might just be that young Ian didn't like seeing that dog in trouble, and it just went on for oh, yeah. way too long. Um, um, could well be it. It's also, do you know what, actually, because in terms of visual effects, this film holds up very, very well. Very, well. That scene doesn't, as in fire. just the dog jumping into the room. Oh, CGI It's just like, work. oh, you're you're clearly in, like, well, I mean, not that you would ever put a dog in a situation where not, there was no. fire there, but, like, it's like, oh, did we rush this one a little that bit? That dog just jumped. For Everything a, else looks great. That dog jumped for a treat in front of a green screen, didn't it? <laughs> it may have been uh, a blue screen. <laughs> yeah, yes, actually, yeah. <laughs> Um, but the destruction of the Empire State Building looks incredible. Oh, and the White um, House, like they they built miniatures, didn't they? They yeah, did, hundred yes. percent. And yeah. you can tell. So I side note, obviously, just finished a Voyager rewatch, and then went straight into watching the Defector. And good God, why did we ever stop building models? It is. I know. It, I will never. TNG yeah. has dated better than any other Star Trek. Because of its models. Like, it looks like that was filmed today. That's why some people have made... So, I am... Give me HD DS9, give me HD DS9. But some people have made what I think is a very, very fair argument against HD DS9. Which is, don't just do HD DS9. You're going to have to redo the effects. Which is what they did for TNG and the original series, to be fair. But TNG... Yes, but I mean specifically for kind of... Se- no, season four. From kind of season five onward, DS9 started relying entirely on CGI. Yeah. Not for the station itself, but no. for... Uh, whereas Voyager, I think, uh, for season four onwards. And it just means then that when you upscale that, mm-hmm. that starts to look 100%. a bit ropey. Yeah. Um, um, that's one of the advantages of TNG being so low budget. It was like every phaser thanks. beam would cost you four thousand dollars. So it was like, do you really need a phaser battle here? That's why Riker punched a lot of <laughs> yeah, people. Exactly. No. That's it. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, so they actually they had um, they had a bit of a challenge, obviously, in destroying these cities. So obviously, as you say, they were building miniatures. Like, I don't know what you know about fire, but generally, fire tends to go up and not out to the side. Yes. So there was. 
pretty ingenious thing. They built a model and they flipped it sideways. Oh, perfect. And then they just built, and then the model just, and the fire just went up then. Perfect. That's so clever. Yeah. That was really good. It's pretty clever. I think um, the, just the laser that goes down and then the initial destruction and then a boom, pulse and base. And it's that pulse that just blows the windows off and de- absolutely decimates it. My, the, I think of, of that scene, my favorite image maybe or my favorite sequence is Air Force One taking off. And you can see literally LAX is exploding. Yeah. By, well, no, not LAX, sorry. Um, that wouldn't make sense. Washington Airport. <laughs> wherever, wherever Airports One is uh, parked and is just exploding behind Mr. it. President, we're going to have to drive three days across country to get into a plane to fly us back. <laughs> I really hope that plane is okay when we get uh-huh. there. Uh, but yeah, and then it takes off. And then, then I was thinking... Is there a little bit of a scale issue immediately after? So here's my critique as well. So it's close up on you see uh, Air Force One is flying and what looks like a city grid underneath it. But the fire destroying that looks like it's about the size of Canada. Yeah, so this is like the Thunderbirds problem as well. Because they everything was built on a miniature set, fire mm. looks fucking huge. There's like a little matchstick worth of fire. Yeah, And our brains can still work out that that fire is small and yet that's a big building. It's not quite right. It's not quite right. Um, you were saying about... Oh, sorry, and, and the uh, Capitol building as well, the explosion of that. That was like, oh, that's yeah. really good. You were saying about the White House and I was there's always one thing that always gets me in that scene. The destruction of the White House looks incredible. What direction was that helicopter flying? when it got hit by the fire of the White House. It's completely horizontal yeah, uh, or vertical. And then it's like, I get it that maybe the, the it's because the problem with the White House is that comparatively, it's really small. Yes. You know, so it's like, you know, and per se, it's enormous. Uh, if it is the MetLife building, I must, uh, sorry, I will Google that yeah. as we're talking. Vamp for a second. I, will, I must find <laughs> out if I'm right. Um, But the, God damn it, I hate it when you tell me to vamp. Um, First hour of the film, I'm going to say it just one last time. Yeah, it's super slow. I know what it's doing. It's trying to build up. um, Because building a connection between the wives also gives you some shots and some scenes to cut to, which show the devastation on the ground and somebody relatable that's suffering. The US bank tower. So it's not Not even close. You weren't Not even a little bit. Not (laughs) even remotely. Yeah. But I I don't think it's done. uh, It's done fine. But I'm like, skip. I'm like, fast forward. I don't really care. And the pre- the, pre- the president's wife dying has so little impact on him. It ha- like He doesn't need any more motivation to blow up the aliens. It's just... The fact eh. that he's the president of America would be a pretty good motivation to begin with. Like, yeah. you've just wiped out my country. Uh, I kind of want to kick your asses. Thank you. But I just don't... And it's not like Bill... So Bill Pullman, bless him. He's great, but he doesn't have a great depth of emotion. He just has great charisma. But he just only has the one facial expression to work with, which is the problem. And it's yeah, a slight lip A little curl. bit. Just... <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, you're not wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, love Bill Pullman, but you're not wrong. Nah. Um, but, uh, but the most inspirational president's speech oh. in all of recorded history? Yes. And we've just come off of Armageddon as well. But yeah. It's a good speech. It's a good, good speech. Um, we will not go quietly into the night. Well, he has stolen it from someone else. That's not his words, but he's... Well, that's true. 
But still. Yeah, he, it's Churchill. The way he it? steals it. Is it. It is Churchill that I think he pinches No, go quietly into the night. Uh, Roosevelt, doesn't it? Um, vamp- Sorry, I don't vamp- know. I might vamp- be done for a real. second. My dad, um, if, if, if it's Churchill, my dad is currently screaming at me. Um, okay, cool. Um, sorry, Ian's dad, if it is Churchill. Sorry, everyone else, if it's Roosevelt. It, it feels uh, like it should be Roosevelt. Oh, American you know Roosevelt, what I you know fucking that? hate about the internet is Bill Pullman's speech on Independence Day. No, that is not who said it first. Ah, <laughs> nice. Uh, I get, I get what you mean. Okay, well, while you're while you're doing that, um, as I said, now I like the aerial dogfight, but first of all, the aerial fights look really, really good in this film. They look fantastic. Um, um, I'm going to immediately have a nitpick, and that even without shields, these alien shuttle pods should be decimating the F-18s I... or the jump jets or whatever they are. Yes, they should. They should. Like they should. Um, and I, I do appreciate that when they do knock out the shields of the big ship, they're like. Yeah, it's still 15 miles wide. One missile's not going to do it, lads. Um, so Not at all. Um, go quiet. This quote is from William Shakespeare's Henry V, copied and modified for the film Independence Day. Oh, okay. All right, okay. I Henry am the sure fifth. Is it the same, says, same Christmas Day speech? We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on today. We sent a lot of prison. Not to be confused with Dylan Thomas, who wrote "Do not go gentle into gentle that into that good night." The poem that they keep talking about in Interstellar. You know, that's going to bug me. I am sure Churchill said that. Well, it, well, in fairness, if it's a Shakespeare quote, he probably did. Yeah, at some point. Fair. Dad, um, right into the pod. Right into the pod. Dad, text huh. me right now as you're listening. Dad, text me if that's a Churchill quote, or did he just do on the beaches? I don't know. And Ian, I hope you'll let everybody know during the next podcast whether that text simply said, you are no son of mine. <laughs> you are. <laughs> uh, it's actually a text from my mum saying, dad won't talk to you anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's from dad's number, you know, but there's nothing you know, in this message. What it will be is my mum will text me saying, I sang this at the Royal Albert Hall. Your father isn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly don't pay attention, you bad child. <laughs> you absolute shit. Um, um, yeah. Is this film too long, Ian? Yes, hundred percent too long because yes, the first is. hour isn't necessary. Yeah, it's t- it's two and a half hours. This could be a tight two. I'd say two hours. Two yeah. hours would be fine for this film. I think so. Um, this is after Armageddon, isn't it? No, it's before. This before. is ninety six. Armageddon was ninety eight. Yeah, that's fair. They are the I these films are so interchangeable for me. Um, like I could have sworn that. Um, uh, Goldblum was in Armageddon <laughs> doing something. And I, I keep okay. thinking Brent Spiner is a scientist in Armageddon as well, but he's not. He but. might be. <laughs> he's yeah. just in the background. Just like. in great makeup. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's far it, too long. It's far, 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 it, far too long. But once, I, do, I do like the second half. It's second, second half, yeah, off. I think we both agree on this. It's, it's certainly when they get to Area 51, but I think even before that. Yeah. But, so the, that, I think I the, the battle will... Oh, man, it's so damn good. The Will Smith, um, when his partner has been taken out... Ri- Jimmy! Ri- ridiculously. Like, put your mask back on. Like, he's pulling a ton of Gs, so he takes his mask off. What's he off. doing? He, I don't yeah. know. I don't know why he takes his mask off. That's your oxygen supply. Isn't he supposed to be a captain or something? Presumably you, t- you go through some, I don't know, training yeah, by the time you get to there. You, would you can't bike at this speed. You're dead right, you can't. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, again, funny. Uh, first, 
first time watching it last night, Adrian just goes, he walks out into the scene. Adrian goes, he's going to die, isn't he? I'm just like, yeah, 100%. Predictable, is it? Much. Yeah. It, Will uh, Smith's friend, he's going to die. Um, but the, the little, 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 the flight through the canyon and then taking the ship great. out is so fucking good. And then just all of Will Smith's walk from from his parachute. The what way is that smell? <laughs> he breaks his legs completely when he lands. Like, he oh lands my god, yeah, such a fucking dung. You hear the crack? Yeah, but then that like, walk, and he's just like, yo, yeah, suck it, take that. Just you wait till I get another ship. <laughs> oh my god, like. Oh, and then, I mean, this is ridiculous, but then, shh, welcome to Earth. It's so great! Which makes even less sense when you find out that that's no not sense the at alien. All. That's it's a, suit a suit of armor. He just punched metal. He should have a broken hand. But uh, Well, it's a bio-mechanoid, but yeah, 100%. 100%. It's, it's that's what I call between, a close encounter. Yeah, that's, it's a cross between a xenomorph and a, and a predator. It's a predator. Uh, uh, apparently behind the scenes is that the art designer designed two versions of the alien and I think Emmerich and Devlin liked them both so much they were like put one in the other just, which is why oh, there that's is a, a really clever idea yeah yeah, that's cool it looked like a HR Geiger it really did it did look like a HR Geiger vamp vamp for a minute um, I, I, I would not be surprised if he had something to do with it he it's almost too similar but it's it's the walk when he wraps the alien up in the parachute, walking him. He's literally walking into Area Fifty One, and he's like, "You blew up my ship. You killed my friend. What is that smell?" And starts so like kicking the shit out of him, and he's just like, "No, I'm not mad. I'm not angry." Patrick Totopoulos is the man. He, who, must he was the production been, designer, and he designed it. He must um, have been tutored by Geiger. I think so. I think so. Um, because and like I mean that in. A complimentary way. Like, oh, they look they look iconic, you yeah. know? You remember what these aliens look like. Um, yeah. Uh, scary as shit. Uh, although, right, can we talk about Major Kowalski from Stargate SG-1 and how he is immediately being dishonorably discharged um, when he's like, sorry, Captain, this is a restricted area. Do you have clearance? That's my clearance right there. Oh, you and your entire army of camper vans go through because go you showed me a scary go. thing. I just, it that doesn't, all right, so let Smith in. Like, that doesn't mean that yeah. all of these civilians get let into Roswell. Like, what? So, like, um, uh, okay. Yeah, like, you know, kind of, whoever's, like, obviously, Dr. Oaken is very excited because he's an alien, but, you know, the general goes up and goes, who the hell <laughs> let you in? <laughs> um, we haven't really talked about Randy Quaid's family or his story at all. Oh, another Star Trek connection. You know, the guy who says that he was abused sexually? That's uh, Degra from Enterprise. That's Get Randy Oglesby. Get the is it? Yeah. That's hilarious. There's a lot of Star Trek connections in this, actually. There's a huge... That's number four. Um, I, I don't think that's aged particularly well, the alien abduction... No, no, it has not. ...probing situation. Um, but it does have a great payoff at the end when... Yes, um, it does, he just, yeah. <laughs> flies right the rockets get stuck under his jet and he has to fly inside the ship and it's like i'm back <laughs> in the words of my generation up yours. yours now almost as awesome as drop shields drop shields i was really wanting that scream like when the 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 a, the ship does lose its shields oh it's so good but right so did was his the last plane to have rockets 
Yeah, uh, that that was it. Like everyone that's else has the expended point. their missiles, yeah. so that that's the point is that he has one left. Like there's no for no other reason than plot. He again, he just doesn't need to die. This is my biggest issue: is when you kill people, and it doesn't matter, you lose the impact of killing people. Like it's just the throwaway characters, and again, the children just don't give a shit. Like. I know Frank because no, Jane just Fra- say, Jane says to the you should be kid, proud of your father. You be proud of your father. I am. You know what? I am. There's nothing. You've but that just was the first time watched. he acknowledged the fact that he was his father. Yeah, fine, whatever. But it's still just like you've just watched him blow up. Like even that would have brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> uh, put him on speakers. Actually, do you know what? No, put him on live camera feed. Okay, it's and fire. Yeah. Um, that son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, of all of, well, actually, no, of of all but one of Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin's films, this has potentially the least cheesy dialogue, and this has cheesy dialogue. Oh, that's saying something, yeah. Uh, I would say the other one that's pretty good is Stargate. I've never been a fan of the movie. I do like the movie, but maybe I'm watching it with rose-colored glasses. Possibly. Do you know what I mean? But when was the last time you saw it? Uh, all the way to like I've seen clips but all the way through probably a few years mm. I have to do that um, hell yeah I love that film uh, or do I or do I just love Stargate as a franchise it might be it yeah they're doing a thing aren't they they're bringing it back to a movie again they've been t- I mean sorry touch wood fingers crossed yes please yeah. but uh, they've been, been the talking about like it since years. universe yeah. ended um, <sighs> but because Devlin doesn't like the series does he he's completely I think, yeah, they're just it. like, he was kind of like, I appreciate it, but it's not my Stargate. Which is fair. No, like, look, it's fair. I disagree. I think it's brilliant. I think it's very much expanded on the material. But <laughs> At what point does the more successful thing, you can't really call it your Stargate. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. And Kurt Russell, love you loads. Richard E. Anderson is Jack O'Neill. Oh, come on. Of course he is. That's the only yeah. thing. Imagine, like, being MacGyver. It's like, I'm sorry, he'll always be MacGyver. And then, nope, he is... He's definitely Jack. So good. Oh, so I love good. it. But Independence Day is a good Independence film. Independence Day, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I just <laughs> didn't enjoy it as much. You know, it's uh, just, there's too much going on. I think there is... a lot. There is not enough heart. It hasn't got the heart of Armageddon. It doesn't have the solid writing of Armageddon. But, oh man, it's like all of the pieces are there. But I'd just rather watch Armageddon. And people just... Have, people love this film. Do, actually, do you know what I will say? Visually... I prefer Independence Day. All right. I love the look of the alien ships. I love the cityscapes being destroyed. Because for me, the asteroid, I feel, has dated quite a lot. Agreed. Yeah. Not I that this so. film hasn't. But no, I think yeah. so. I think there's just, it's too long to, it's too long for me to put myself through it regularly. And the Armageddon two and a half hours just went so quickly. Um, it really, uh, really, we, yeah, we were saying this last week, it flew by. Absolutely. Um, I was saying that um, Independence Day feels like the most Star Wars-y film to not be in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, like, there's a lot of that, yeah. This has such a Death Star vibe to it. Um, you can call the fighter jets a TIE fighter fighting scene. Um, Republicans, that's not the right thing. Rebels, <laughs> Rebels versus... High fighters. That's what that feels like. With a pew, 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 pew. And then yeah. the Death Star run is Goldblum and Will Smith. I really... So, I... 
I still really like that. And I think it, that, that's one thing because I was watching the remastered version of this. Uh, mm-hmm. They tidied it up a lot for Blu-ray. Yeah. And that whole scene looks stunning. Like all the ground troops sitting down ready to go. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> well, what do you mean oops? What do you mean oops? Uh, why oops? No why oops? oops? Why oops? Uh, no oops. We don't need oops. Uh, Oh, it's the, the complete back and forth between them. And this is so what cool. I mean. Like, I didn't buy the back and forth because it's come out of nowhere. If there's a film to back that up, then it it's still enjoyable. But if there's a film to back it up, I I would enjoy it even more. I hear you. I hear you. So it's kind of... I like it, but I hear you. Is my way of sitting no, firmly like on the fence there. Yeah. No, I really <laughs> like it. I just think I could like it 95% more had I had more of it. It's like they're best friends and why? I well, I mean, there's a kind of there's a gallows humor where they think, oh, that's it, right? We're, we're one pretty much trip. done. Yeah. But we have uh, like, and this is one of the great jokes of cinema. It's like, why is this alien mothership Apple compatible? <laughs> yeah, why? Uh, why can this virus work? Like that, viruses aren't universal necessarily. No, not at um, all. Um, also, why? Have they not just opened fire on them? Like they know that's not one of it is one of their. Sh- Sorry, they should know it's not one of their ship. This ship is sixty years old. Yeah, um, what's all this metal bits on us? And uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, no, forties, uh, forties. Oh shit! Um, yeah, no, I was thinking sixties. No, no, no. It's for- yeah, so it's like fifty years old. Yeah. Like, Wait, that's not right. Like, why not just open fire on it? Instead, it just allows a, a nuke to be fired at them. Yeah. Oh, that poor bastard doesn't know what's coming, does it? Yeah, just <laughs> smiling and waving. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, yeah, they get the heck out of there, which, again, I really enjoy all that. Probably. I I get that a nuke went off and it blew up the mothership. I get that. Yeah. But it does feel like that explosion is going to have some serious knock-on effects for Earth. Yeah, I feel like it's raining down radioactive metal. Yeah, kind of. Kind it's like didn't like, I didn't I promise you some fireworks? Uh, you you, you could have just let it go for one year, like yeah, exactly. And like I wouldn't get near those fireworks to be honest. I was half expecting like resurgence to be just the nuclear fallout of that, and how society well, was it. never the same yeah. again. Like here, yeah, where's property cheap? Uh, Houston, Texas, <laughs> pretty cheap in Houston, Texas. After yeah. this film, pick a capital city, you'll be fine. Yeah. That was one thing actually. I didn't as a kid. I didn't make that. Well, I, I didn't know to make that connection. It was like, oh, yeah, just fire a nuclear bomb, fire it. It's like, yeah, but then no one can live there. Yeah, there's massive... Yeah, there's nuclear yeah. fallout, like... Exactly, there's massive fallout for that. Um, I do... The thing that really annoyed me is <clears throat> when they decide to attack the ship and they cockily decide that a nuke is the best way to do it. And they're just like, there is no way, even though we have no context of this alien ship or what it is or whatever... We're going to fire a nuke at it and that will work. And they all start celebrating and they're all yipping and cheering. And I'm just like, movie, I know you have three hours left. I know this won't be successful. Can we get on with it? And it's just, it's meant to, I hate it when movies play something off as a big reveal. Fine. I'm cool. You're shocking your characters, but it's not doing anything for me. Because I'm, I know that didn't work. I'm, I've seen a film before. Yeah. Yeah, no, like it just—it's—it's. It's I didn't need there to be such a build-up. I would have been, it would have been much more satisfying if the nuke just hit it, exploded, and then immediately, yeah, I'm fine, mate. Nothing. I like didn't show us the shield impact. Yeah, reveal. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
Oh, poor old Stark. Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking of speaking of shield impact, I love that it's a heat shield. And then as like the missiles go in, they actually dissolve before they even hit the shield. It's, I love the yeah, shield in this film. Really I love good. I love that blue really neon kind of. Yeah. It's like, listen, it's a heat shield, but we're still going to have some disco. Like, it's great. Yeah, we are. There's no need for it to have any visual effect, but it will. Yeah, exactly. Imagine how annoyed we all would have been if there was like, oh yeah, there's a shield. Show it to me. Show it to me now. I've seen enough Star Trek to know how this exactly. works. Uh, exactly. I've seen enough Star Trek, whereas if it's a Dominion ship firing, suddenly the shields are gone. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of Star Trek... I love Brent Spiner, but the man could play Data. Uh, and do you know how weird is that? That the nuance that he gives Data, um, an emotionless android, like he's great in the Defector because he's got that Shakespeare scene at the beginning. Oh yeah, of course, um, yeah. But can he? Can Brent Spiner do fuck all else? No, he can't even play Noonie and Soong very well. But he does Data perfectly. Yeah, and so Doctor <laughs> Oaken, uh... hey, he's just fatty scientist and Bill Pullman's just a dick to him like, yeah they don't really let us get out of here very much and he's just like yeah, yeah I, I can, can see that. why it, the, the last 24 hours have been very exciting people are dying okay Jesus the man's <laughs> career has just come to life like um, yeah, this is the best thing that ever happened but, but I guess this was stunt casting at the time sure 96 was the year First Contact came out 100% yeah this is Brent Spiner couldn't be any bigger he's had a seven years of Voyager Boy, fucking hell Seven Have years you even watched Star Trek, Ian? Have I? Don't even. Like, whips out tattoo at me. <gasps> Put um, it away. Speaking of first contact. Um, yeah, he's come off of first contact. He couldn't be much yeah, bigger exactly. than he is now. Um, and he's... No, he's not wasted. It's, it's an extended cameo, but... Essentially, It's yeah. a bit... Does he play the same... Is he in Godzilla? No. He's not. So I have this. I, I have this character in Godzilla. Oh, there's probably sorry, but I'd say there's nearly a note for note character like him in Godzilla. Yeah, I would have bet money that it was actually. Brent Confusingly Spiner. enough, he is in Resurgence. Oh God, yeah, really? <laughs> it's uh, oh, he didn't actually but die. He's paid, is it? That's it. They don't discuss it. Oh, he was in a coma. There you go. That, but he dies. Oh, he, he absolutely. absolutely dies oh, no, he's in dead this. in this film. There's no way. But he's actually. Not. Actually, not. Um, that's unbelievable. Yeah. But having said that, that's but probably he was pretty old. In it, this that's film. probably the scariest scene of the film, the the dissection, like the lab scene, and the alien comes back to well, yeah, sort of wakes up, comes back to life. Oh, that's, I, do you know what that reminds me yeah, of? I think it's is great. Spider Man Two, the Doc Ock hospital scene. That's it's a horror scene yes. slipped into a non horror film. Hundred percent. Yeah, totally agree. Because um, the is like uh, the fist is clenching. It's fine. Don't do anything about that. What? And it's a super jump scare. Like when the he's cutting it open oh, and then the like, shielding the exoskeleton and just boom. It's like oh fuck! I need some new trousers, yeah. please. Oh, it's 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 done very and and the whole talking through him as well with the tendril around his neck. That's really well done. Um, super. Yeah, really, really good. And just, yeah, what do you want? Like, was it, what is he saying? How? Yeah, what do you want from us? Die. We want you to die. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things I really respect about the film is that there's no. Unfortunately, if we do have contact with aliens, this is how it will go down. If they're advanced enough to get to us first, they will not be interested in making peace. They will be wanting us as a resource. I highly and 
even if they do have good intentions, the fact that we can't communicate mm. will lead to destruction. We can communicate with most of the people on this planet, and there is still wars. Like the news reading, um, the news reports says um, government officials have asked civilians to please stop shooting at the spaceships in the sky. You may cause an intergalactic yeah, incident. Like- yeah. That would happen. It, it, absolutely, 100%. no, it would. Shotguns yeah. to the air. Some idiots would go out with their handgun, fire it into the air, and even yeah. if they had come and peace at this point, oh, all right, so this is a hostile species. Fuck this. Yeah, yeah, they are absolutely hostile. They do not deserve saving. Like we, we don't get on with most other humans, let alone aliens. So, yeah. I moved down the country and locked the doors and windows just so I wouldn't have to deal with other humans. I mean, I love you all. You're all lovely. <laughs> yeah, You're all do. wonderful. There's a reason we'll never do a live show. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> mainly because we're pig ugly. Well, that's that's kind <laughs> of it. Yeah, shaved my head a while back. It's starting to grow back a little bit, which is good. Which means I can brush it down to no, cover it's my face. Good. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. it. You've got a um, a Schwarzenegger in raw deal. Oh, I like that. Because I've been struggling to accept the fact that I've got a high hairline, um, and I, I'm okay yeah. with that. Although you're rocking it, no, so if I can look anything like you. I don't have a high do you know what? Do you, actually, do you know what? It's a little bit of a high one. It's not receding. It's, anyway. oh, it's not receding. No, it's it not, is a little it's bit. It's high. But you've got lovely, have a lovely head. full head of That's hair. That's the problem. Uh, sorry to all of our listeners. Like, we, I literally, I will spend half an hour talking about Ian's head of hair. I'm so jealous in the nicest possible way. Whoosh. And I've just had uh, it all lopped off as well. Like, I can't cut mine because I'm bald. Anyway. Um, so they... I'm just... Which film was so I thinking of? Commander. It is Commander. Oh, Commander. Yeah, Commander. Yeah. Um, but I'm just like, that's, to be honest, that, that's Independence Day. It's, I think, you either like it or yeah, you don't. It's the, one of those films. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I do yeah. like it. I it's, do. It's, it's just... Fun. The pacing. You know what? The pacing is just way, Do you know what I do off. appreciate? Like Armageddon, um, I appreciate how, I suppose, lucky we were in the 90s for blockbusters that were not necessarily part of franchises. You know... Love Marvel, I do, but every film, you have to have seen all 19 previous films, you know, whereas yeah, Independence Day, big ship, boom, boom. Okay, great, I'm on board. And this film did fucking gangbusters. Um, it's crazy it took so long oh, for there I to just... be a sequel, you know? Yeah, and that's, back in the day, sequels just weren't it wasn't as this automatic. much of a thing, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, it wasn't hard. Because this it was expensive. Like, you can do um, Friday the 13th, part 27, because it'll cost you a week's wages. Do you know what I mean? Um, oh, it, this is why horror films always get sequels, because bizarrely they are so cheap piss to poor, make, cheap yeah. to make. Um, um, let me just bring up the money that this film made. I had it. There we go. So $75,000. So $75, <laughs> $75, Jesus Christ. $75 million budget. Um, it made that back essentially in its opening weekend um and worldwide it made 800 million um for the 90s, for the 90s that's 90s think about fucking fantastic yeah. nudging a billion uh, uh shocking it the only the reason i imagine it didn't get a sequel is how do you get the cast back like how do you get everybody back into this film um and that would have been the pool it would have been jeff goldblum at the yeah. height of his powers um bill pullman fantastic will smith how did they get this cast together is actually a well, very Because Will Smith, actually, I was having this conversation last night, because Will Smith, who is fantastic and amazing in this film, remember, 
he was just coming off Fresh Prince, really, at this point. He wasn't the Will Smith of today. He, no, he wasn't yeah, the Hollywood exactly. And which is fantastic. This is one of the films that made him. This and then Men in Black would have been the two films that really... 100%. Kind of, yeah. Wait, was, wasn't Men in... No, yeah, Men in Black was pretty after. close. So, was to, Men in Black 99 or 98? I, I'm going to say 97, so we cover all of our bases. Um, I mean, that's fair. But... Oh, actually, Fresh Prince literally finished in 96. So he is immediately off of French yeah. Prince in so, space. Um, I would love to see French Prince. Like, I think French Prince would be a really cool thing to say. Yeah, but I'm actually French. on board. I want to see I that. I not say French. I don't want to Je see that. Sounds like bullshit. Um, and Men in Black 97. was 97. Go on, the Shawnee. I have disturbing yeah, knowledge of years of release sometimes. Flippin' heck, Will uh. Smith... Fresh Prince, and then into Independence Day, and then, and then into, into a Black. dreadful career um, move, which is where he turned down the Matrix to do Wild Wild West, because he thought Neo didn't I mean, have why enough would to you do, do with that. Anyway, I mean, he's he's right, but Keanu makes doing nothing look cool. Really? Uh, in fact, the less you give Keanu to do, the better. Unless you're putting usually. a gun in his hand, in which case, unless you're putting a gun in his hand and you yeah, kill his dog, don't, yeah. Don't um, but if you try and give him any heart or emotion, like speed or point break, it's just a bit cheesy. Although Bill and Ted is great. All right, but listen. Uh, that... And there's no heart in Bill and Ted. It's just Well, there's, there's, comedy there's those medieval guitar. babes. Yeah. <laughs> Stay excellent. Um, <laughs> anything, anything else you want to say on Independence Day there? No, I think we've covered it. Um, I... I like it. I like it a lot less than I remember. That was disappointing. But the 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 last half an hour is just un- unapologetic, fist-pumping, blow shit up, we showed them. Like, we're hideously outmatched. We shouldn't oh. have been able to win, but America, fuck yeah. yeah. With the most... Oh, I do like the actual Morse code. Yeah, I like, to, I like that. And everyone just is in agreement. Like, the... The, the English general is just like, well, it's about bloody time they showed up. What do they want? Men to the battalion. Um, good times. Uh, yeah, uh, similar, like, you could lob about half an hour off the runtime. Um, and also, 1996, Jeff Goldblum. Hamana, 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 hamana. The man looked well. He did, and it's it's that kind of, it's the kind of oh. chiseled jaw, and the fact that he's about eleven foot tall. Skin. Like Will Smith is a tall human being, and Jeff Goldblum towers yes. over him. Hundred percent. Um, and he's one of the few men in the world that has his own accent. Oh, that's true. Um, Christopher Walken is up there as well. Um, it's he is David Attenborough is up there too. <laughs> Just men that have their own accents. Exactly. There isn't such a thing as an English accent. There is the imitating David Attenborough accent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Deep in the Serengeti, a lesser spotted ferret comes out to mate. I just walk out and go like, Nobody will have him. Well, I would be lesser spotted in the Serengeti. I'm as confused as anyone as to how I got here. But sure, <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> I didn't even bring my passport. Shush. Sherlock. Shush. Um, Ian. What are we? What are we watching next? Um, Deep Impact, actually. Deep yeah. Impact. Okay. Cool. Cool. God, I, I yeah. definitely haven't seen this film in at least twenty years. Long ass time. I'm hoping I'm gonna prefer it to Armageddon. I'm hoping it's gonna. I'm hoping it's gonna 
win. I really hope. One thing that I know it has going for it is that it has Morgan Freeman playing the president. 100%. Okay, so Deep Impact next. Really... And then Men in Black. And then Men in Black, yes. Do you know what? I'm... My brain is starting to warm slightly more to Men in Black as time goes by. And I think because of watching Will Smith in this, that's definitely helped. Yeah, no, full disclosure, Sean was not happy that Men in Black won. Um, He kind of warned me against it. Um, I have fond memories. I'm not guessing it's aged well. Actually, no, no, it's... it's, it's, Is it? No, I think think it's still... I watched it there last year. Um, I just remember, like, the alien in the skin suit that doesn't fit properly is like, I need salt also also lovely spoiler and we'll leave you on this one that alien is played by Kingpin from the Daredevil TV series that's Vincent D'Onofrio wouldn't wait what on that guys thanks very much for joining us on that bombshell goodbye Thanks for listening to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies. I, at least, would love to hear your thoughts on the episode. Sean couldn't care enough to record this with me. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at EnglishIrishGTM, email us at anenglishmanandanirishman at gmail.com, and check out our website, www.anenglishmanandanirishman.wordpress.com, where you'll find all of our previous episodes. You'll find me on Twitter at galactic underscore Dave, and you'll find Sean at Sean Ferrick. Thanks for being awesome, and we love you very much.